I greet you, brethren, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is our soon coming King. Greetings to you. I trust that you had a good night rest and that you are up and ready to go for the Lord. Because after listening to these devotions and doing what the Lord asks us to do, I believe that we could join with Daniel Whitley in the song still dealing with revival taken from Ezekiel 34 and verse 26. I will cause the showers to come down in his season and there shall be showers of blessings. Daniel wrote this song and he said, there shall be showers of blessing. In other words, Daniel is anticipating what the Lord will do. Where will they come from? He said, this is the promise of love. God promised that. There shall be seasons refreshing sent from the Savior above. Showers of blessings. Showers of blessings we need. Mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead. He said there are some drops of mercy around us, but God, we want more than that. We want showers of blessing. Sometimes one would ask you, is it raining? And one may look outside and say, just drizzling, uh, just a few drops. While another time one will ask, is it raining? It sounds as if it's raining. And one will look outside and say, it's pouring. The showers are coming down. And that's what Daniel was speaking about. The showers pouring. God will pour out his blessings upon us. And I'm encouraging you in these devotions, these mornings, because I am also anticipating the showers of blessing coming down from the Lord to his people. So we are now at Nehemiah. We looked at verse 1 to verse 3 where we noticed that Nehemiah had faith to wait. Secondly, let's look at Nehemiah's approach to the king. His approach to the king. Let me read from verse 1 of chapter 2. And it came to pass in the month of Nisan, in the twentieth year of Artaxas is the king, that wine was before him, and I took up the wine and gave it unto the king. Now I had not been before sad in his presence. Wherefore the king said unto me, Why is thy countenance sad? Seeing thou art not sick, this is nothing else but sorrow of heart. Then I was very sore afraid, and said unto the king, Let the king live forever. Why should not my countenance be sad when the city, the place of my father's sepulchres, lieth waste, and the gates thereof are consumed with fire? Then the king said unto me, For what dost thou make request? So I prayed to the Lord of heaven, and I said unto the king, If it please the king, and if thy servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou wouldest send me unto Judah and unto the city of my father's sepulchres, that I 
may build it. Wow. His approach. Nehemiah was the king's cupbearer. He had the responsibility to take the king's drink to him. He was to be trusted by the king. Many times he would drink of the drink before given to the king, making sure that there's nothing in that anyone would put to hurt the king. Now, his attitude would say a lot to the king. Now, no one was to appear before the king with sadness or with bad news. In the book of Esther, in chapter 4 and verse 1 and 2, the scripture said, When Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai rent his clothes and put on sackcloth with ashes and went out into the midst of the city and cried with a loud and a bitter cry and came even before the king's gate for none might enter into the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. The burden of Nehemiah's heart reveal itself on his face. Of course, as I've said, this was not something that, you know, would be accepted by the king, that his cabir would come in sad. No doubt he was a man of sorrow, and the king recognized it. He was very sorrowful. What Nehemiah heard, you know, he prayed about it, he waited, and now it is taking a toll on him because it seems very clear that God has called him now to go back to Jerusalem to get the walls rebuilt. And he's the king's cabir and he need God. It is amazing that when God calls a man, God calls a man that is already busy. And here it is, a busy man he has called. But Nehemiah had a plan in his mind. And the plan that he had in his mind was not just a plan that he thought of, but it was given to him by the Lord. Nehemiah knew just what to do when the time was right. I read in John's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 5 and verse 6, the Bible says, When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great multitude, or a great company, that came unto him. He said to Philip, When shall he buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Hmm. God knew what's in our hearts. Nehemiah's sadness could have cost him his job and possibly his life, but God was with him. Nehemiah told us that when he stood before the king, before he even said a word, he was so afraid. We would say he was so frightened. He knew what could happen. Why he was afraid? Because he did not want to say the wrong thing. He was not supposed to let his negative attitude or emotion show before the king as the king's servant. It could have suggested dissatisfaction with the king. He knew his request would be a bold one. A few years earlier, the very same king had stopped the rebuilding of Jerusalem 
and no Nehemiah was going to ask him to reverse his decision. If you know this story, you would know that God was with Nehemiah. Why God was with Nehemiah? Because Nehemiah waited and he took time to pray. And here it is, he's before the king. And even though he appeared in a way that normally he should not have appeared, he's before the king and the king is going to give him favor. When God is looking for a man, he prepares the man before the man moves to the walk. There is work to be done. Maybe God has been speaking to you about whatever that work is. God is looking for a man now, today, to rebuild someone. What can you and I do? We can get ourselves back on board, be with the team, and do what we can to help to rebuild. Our Father, as I continue looking in your word and sharing with your people morning after morning in regards to rebuilding these walls, I pray that you will help us, Lord, to think of the walls that are broken down. And Lord, seek your help to have them rebuilt. All of them don't have to be material walls, but there are many spiritual walls that are broken down that needs to be rebuilt. Forgive us of our sins, cleanse our hearts, and help us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful day.